You don't like it. You don't like an intro. It's not that I don't like it, but I'm thinking it's not really necessary. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, it's like at this point I can't wait to put this at the top on. of our <laughs> this episode because I'm definitely and, going to. <laughs> and then just yeah, that's it. That's the intro. Uh, wait, so I can figure it out. Do I? I do. I was thinking for this intro specifically. Mm-hmm. Should I feel like it's worth watching this movie? So if you are on the fence about watching this movie, watch it before listening. I think you'll yeah. it'll be worth it. You don't have to watch it, but it's not so it's not just us dunking on this movie saying it's poo-poo the whole time. I think it's worth a watch. That's true. I yep, I co-signed for sure. Woo! I asked you to help me with this intro and it was not good. Enjoy the show, everyone. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I think it was totally fine. <laughs> oh, sorry. Who the fuck needs an intro? It's a fucking podcast. I'll get into the swing of things. I've been awake since midnight last night. We gotta get your sleep patterns fixed. Not it's for just not for not you. Possible. Not for you, but for <laughs> uh-huh. the sake of this podcast. Well, I'm so I'm cutting out all caffeine. Um Okay. And tonight I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to use anything to fall asleep. So it'll just be my natural. I'm worried that I'm still going to be awake until like 6 a.m., but we'll see. It's hmm. fine. <laughs> um, okay. Wow. Hi okay. there. <laughs> hey. The, yeah. What? Are we doing a podcast right now? Uh-huh. I hope. Okay. We are. <laughs> we definitely are. I swear. <laughs> it's going to be fine this time. Um, so, uh, we are recording this episode. I guess it's an episode of The Cast and the Curious. This is an episode of our next adventure that you fully signed off on and oh. have agreed to called <laughs> Vin Andrew Melinda. <laughs> <laughs> where we talk about our best friend Vin Diesel every episode. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it's the same, it's the exact same rhythm as Lin Manuel Miranda, but it doesn't translate. Then Andrew the way Melinda. that you think that it does. Then Andrew Melinda. I think if you say it enough times, <laughs> Vin Andrew. Then <laughs> Andrew Melinda. It is a mouthful. It doesn't uh-huh. roll off the tongue. No, it doesn't. Uh, but neither does Lynn Manuel Miranda. But he was just so undeniably good that he forced himself to be a household name. See, and that's maybe what we're gonna do. We're gonna have an undeniable podcast. <laughs> yep. Where Vin Diesel becomes our friend. Um I think that's possible, by the way. Mm-hmm. I know you mentioned that well, we'll save this. My rubber plant is dying. I think I need to water this. Robert guy. plant is dying? <laughs> My rubber plant. You're growing rubber? <laughs> it's a type of... You're a fucking idiot. It's a type of plant. It's like a rubber tree. But it's, uh, this leaf is really droopy. Dang. Mm. All right. Your okay. uh, white woman is showing right now. That was... So I'm going to edit it's, that part out. I didn't like that joke. You, are I you mean, saying black, pe- black people don't care about plants? No, it's just a very classic uh, it is a white very, girl in the city growing plants and talking about growing their plants. That is true. Um, it's like a twee thing to do. Still feel like a jerk for saying that, though. God. 
here's the thing Haley and I were talking shit about you and were you (laughs) no separately we were talking we were talking shit about someone else and Uh then and I was like I it's so cathartic to do this because Andrew is like a nice guy and you are just a good person who won't talk shit about people and it makes me feel like a monster I mean but I talk some I'll talk some junk but I feel like (laughs) I've I will only talk junk if I feel very positive about what I'm saying. I don't like to talk out of school. You know what I mean? Right. You're you're you you would um you'd speak truth to power. I'd have receipts. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are we doing? Is everyone so- everyone is tuned in. <laughs> everyone is locked in like this is the best conversation we've ever heard. Tell um, us what's happening. <laughs> the the whole thing the situation is we um we're supposed to be releasing the eighth episode of Fast and the Furious where we talk about fate of the Furious or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there were some scheduling snafus. Um, Andrew prioritized his D&D campaign. So I would say we <laughs> <laughs> are not prepared to release that yet. Uh, no. um, so in lieu of the fate episode, which is coming next week, we are releasing this episode where we will be discussing our viewing of Vin Diesel in The Pacifier. Oh, The Pacifier. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, can I give a little background on this movie? Uh-huh, just, uh-huh. Just, like, completely made up in my head. Didn't, didn't look at all into if this was the case. But this movie was made in that uh you could call it like liminal space in vin's Mm -hmm. life of there's about nine to ten years where he's not in a fast and furious movie and i think it's uh, a time where he's really trying to go like mainstream actor beloved family actor man which is just like make make the big bucks Mm -hmm. and uh i feel like this movie is a foray into that and um, we'll find out now, if we thought it was a good idea or not. <laughs> idea? Idea. Uh, you said the word liminal, which mm-hmm. is one of my top ten favorite words. It's a good word. Uh, yeah, so thanks for using it. Of course. Um, <laughs> and I know <gasps> also... My, my fan's on. Hang on. <laughs> I'll be right back. Oh, my God. Oh my god. If anyone listening wants to do a podcast, I'm in the market for a co-host. Um, oh my god. Really anyone, you don't need experience, just anyone else, please. That would be I'm great. so sorry. <laughs> okay, we're back. Let's start over. Good, Good lord. <gasps> <laughs> the most andrew response um we're not starting over (laughs) you're insane um my microphone's probably not even on anyway (laughs) um no so prior to this viewing you were like i'm gonna see if it fits into the fast and the furious like Mm -hmm. canon yeah and we'll get into it but i think unequivocally it does oh Okay, right? I was not expect. I I mean, I would agree that it's very possible. Yeah, it's very possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a couple of little Easter eggs we can talk about as they come up. Okay, okay. 
Um, was there anything else we needed to cover? I don't think so. We can talk about the movie. I'd like to acknowledge, a- too, that any scheduling uh-huh. issues are usually my fault, by the way. Don't even... You don't, <laughs> not, I'm not saying I feel bad, but, like... No. It don't blame Melinda. It's all me. Don't... No one gives a shit. <laughs> it's fine. Everyone's been texting me about you and your scheduling, so I'm uh-huh. trying to defend you right now. <laughs> Well, I um, we are once again podcasting um, after I got my eyebrows tattooed, and my eyebrows hurt really bad. You got them again? How many? Wait, what? Well, no, it's is a there's, multi- Okay, keep going. Yeah, there's like there's up to probably three steps. Um, so you do the first one, and then it heals after a month, and you go back through for like uh, to uh, de- to define the strokes and then do some shading. So this is oh, this is probably the final one. I don't think I'll need a third uh, follow-up, but we'll see. Um, but anyway, yeah, my eyebrows are on fire and <laughs> much like this movie. So in this mm-hmm. movie, Vin Diesel is a Navy SEAL. Yep. Um, Shane who, something. His name is Shane. Yeah, which I didn't know until the end of the movie. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, they did call him Shane a couple times, but I I don't know why it didn't stick for me. I think I heard, I don't know what I heard, but um, there was a part where they were singing like John Jiggle, John Jacob Jingleheimer shit. And it was like, oh, yeah, it was. But they said Shane. And I was like, did I just not know the name of that song? Anyway, um, so he's a Navy SEAL and he's on a mission that goes wrong. Um mm-hmm. And that's he ends up in a he ends up in a weird situation because he is we start off it, it honestly kind of starts off like a Fast and the Furious movie because you're hitting the action right it's away. It's a pretty big action scene, and they and they lay it all out for you. You're like those are some Serbian pirates or something, mm-hmm. and uh, they have this hostage on this boat, and we gotta go in and get him. And then the action sequence, I would describe it... Well, I didn't realize this is a Walt Disney movie. Mm-hmm. So you see at the beginning the title cards, oh, this is a Walt Disney production, Pacifier, Vin Diesel. And the action sequences, I think, were very much like if Disney did Fast and Furious. Right, yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah, there's. it's like not... There's not like explosions, but there's like jet skis. And like there was a really cool moment where the jet ski like hops up onto the boat, but it uh-huh. wasn't like a like a badass moment it was like oh that's that's cool that he yeah. just like skipped on up there they do a few weird things where like it's like the weight of the action is not there at all like he shoots yeah. like a little like dinky gun at a helicopter oh that blows yeah, even up the helicopter and it just none of it feels right yeah uh, he goes the- oh go ahead well, I, I think it was at the beginning where he's, like, suiting up, or maybe it's somewhere in the middle. But either way, they kind of do that thing where it, you see all of his gadgets or whatever. Oh, as he's, yeah. like, buckling his utility belt or whatever. And the gadgets just look very, like, cheap and plastic. And mm-hmm. there's even a moment where they, like, um, they take time to show him, like, Velcroing his shoes. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, cool, they he's really got Velcro did. on his shoes. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I did like the the little jet ski scene because he was like, hop on the boat. I'll take care of these jet ski guys. And how he did it was he just like rode around them in circles. (laughs) And one of them, and by just riding around in circles, not even really good filmmaking in any way. It's just like, Vin's riding around in a circle. And then it makes two people run into each other and explode. 
and yeah. another guy just fall off and he he does it in like two seconds it was very yeah. uh i thought it, i thought it was funny i didn't the, but yeah, i was like okay was, come on uh it wasn't action-packed it was it was it was goofy but it was, it was goofy yeah and like you're right the helicopter does explode but it's so small that i didn't even i forgot you know yeah they don't even act like it's a big deal that he just used this little gun to just blow up a hel- helicopter yeah like they spent like a, more time like on a, the jet skis than a helicopter <laughs> <laughs> exploding. Yeah, that's true or chop he kept saying chopper which i loved yeah um and then he you know so they overtake the boat and mm-hmm. he gets to the hostage which is marissa's dad from the oc oh um, wow yeah are you not an oc head you seem like you not would be really. an oc head. no i probably would like it <gasps> you absolutely would okay here we go <laughs> <laughs> uh okay Another that's weird 500 hours we're... added to my life i can't wait <laughs> it's really honestly definitely watch the first season okay at least the, the first season it's such a ugh, it's a masterpiece um <laughs> so well he rescues him but then he immediately dies um i guess and then like, right. gets shot um I don't remember how. Just like some other guy just shows up. Like he just didn't. Yeah. He, he's, they didn't he's really show. He's painted as this like really high-ranking, successful Navy SEAL, and he's just like whoops and gets shot. Yeah, they. That was a really weird scene. Like he just like was letting his the guy call his kids, and then he walked oh, up to the, the that's so true. chopper that's pilot, what it is. and the pilot no. slumped over. This is a like, big <gasps> deal. Yeah. Because Tate Donovan. Um, Mr. Cooper, he <laughs> he's like, oh man, he gets the briefcase that has like All the technology right. that the Serbians were trying to get, uh, and that's why they took him hostage because of that briefcase. And so he uses he takes the briefcase and to open it, the password is like the name of his kids, which mm-hmm. like okay, that's cute. And then inside the briefcase is a picture of his kids, we which is. So absolutely funny. insane we it comes to turn we come to find that this this dad has is a tricky guy <laughs> he's Pretty tricky guy a tricky guy obsessed with his children mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. i guess is a nice thing it's a very disney thing yeah oh for sure um so right but then he's like <laughs> uh vin is like you know secreting him away to the helicopter that's waiting and he's like i gotta call my wife and let her know i'm okay and vin diesel's like yo like we gotta go we're gonna die if we stay here um and he's like no just give me one second <laughs> and it's like why don't don't do that or like i don't know it's just a very dumb mm-hmm. excuse for this to happen and so him taking that five second phone call is enough time for some other serbian i guess to show up and and murder Got them him. but vin survives vin survived of course he did um, that would be weird if he was in all of the ad for the mo- for the movie, like the trailer ad campaign, and he just dies ten minutes in. Um, that'd be a solid movie idea, though. I'll put that. I'll do that. I'm gonna like do a that. ten. Wait, like a ten minute movie? No, or just the movie goes on without the, him. The trailer has a big name actor, and he's mm-hmm. in all the scenes in the trailer, and then he dies ten minutes into the movie. That's yes. fun. That's fun, Melinda. <laughs> if I was if I was in the theater, I'd be like, "Oh, that's fun." I was not ready. 
Okay, sorry. Yeah, I think you have a future in Hollywood. <laughs> um, okay, so then... Uh, so he wakes up in the hospital, and then I guess he... It's like a month later. Mm-hmm. And his boss... I don't so... I'm so bad at, like, military rankings. My dad, like, tries to teach me them all the time. Oh, yeah, I don't, don't know remember them. But his boss um, is like, you know, we... We have another mission for you, mm-hmm. and um, what's funny is he kind of explains what happens, like what he explains that Vin needs to track down this technology. Like he explains that was ghost. that was what yeah ghost is the technology that mm-hmm. we thought was going to be in the briefcase, and that's what the Serbians were after, and we still need to find it. We think it's in old dude's house mm-hmm. so you're gonna go to his house and try to find it and then vin says okay i'll put a team together <laughs> Wait, oh, like, oh that didn't even that didn't even you didn't register even notice? i noticed him saying it but it didn't i didn't think about but, it and, well then oh, his, that his, would have been his team down. wouldn't it <laughs> oh my god well this and yeah yeah so this could have like oh my god no. Mm-hmm. I wonder where so we, in the movie series, since he already has a team, it would have to be after four? I have not even given a thought. Well, <laughs> here's another thing. I'll, we'll just he say probably it right has now. an old team. I don't think it's after four. I think it's bef- between one. Well, he Tokyo drifts in this movie. I wasn't going to bring it up yet, but that helps us determine the timeline. I no, think. but he didn't learn to drift in Tokyo. He knew how to drift. Um, that, that, well, actually, our do guy we could ever... drift. He knew how to drift. Cause our guy. He showed up. He showed up uh, when he showed up to the in Tokyo seven? in seven. He was like, "I didn't know you Americans knew how to drift, or your American muscle." Oh, could he drift. says you can't drift American muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so he already knew how to drift. I think sure. th- the main character I, in Tokyo Drift was just a really bad driver. <laughs> and any normal driver We're not can drift pretty well. Talking about him if we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem's brother. Uh, uh, I just like um, saying the phrase Eminem's brother. I know. Uh, okay, well, yeah, I don't know timeline wise, but regardless, I'm choosing to believe this definitely fits into the sure. Furious franchise. Sure, I'm on board. Um, <clears throat> so then. He goes to the house. Wait, can I interrupt again? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that scene in the hospital is when I first realized, and I kind of felt this way throughout the whole movie, uh, and I think dives in a little bit to our Fast and Furious world uh, theory. He is not, he does not play a military man well. Like, his composure, <laughs> like, in the in the hospital, I felt like, he was Vin Diesel wearing a military uniform, talking to a military guy. But not he didn't. I just felt like the way he talked and like he seemed a, a little too relaxed. And then later on, he does a salute to the daughter, and it's not a good salute. I think that's he's, true. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think he plays a military man very well. I think he knows the lines, but I don't think he like really came off as military. I don't know if that makes sense. That's because. Dominic Toretto he's is not, not military. He's not. He's a. He's a. <laughs> and he is runs undercover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that just that's more evidence right I there. I love it. Okay, go ahead. 
Um, so then he goes to the house to meet the family. He's going to be looking after. I guess maybe when he gets there, he learns that the mom's not going to be there. Right? right. So he's looking after the kids while the mom goes to Sweden or France somewhere to get she a lockbox. She goes to Switzerland. Switzerland. Hey. <laughs> well, to be fair, though, they were like, blah, 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 Zurich. And I was like, okay, Germany. And then later when they show Zurich, they say Zurich, Switzerland. And I was like, oh, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> so fair enough. Uh, she goes to Zurich because there's something they're waiting for her and her her dead husband's boss regarding ghost. Mm -hmm. I think they know it's about ghost. Yeah. Yeah. They think it might be ghost. They, they know there's something in the lockbox. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and so this is just going to be like a weekend in Zurich. Couple of days, couple of days. Ben's going to watch the homestead. There's like a a baby montage of him, like putting in a security camera Mm -hmm. and like, you know, checking the perimeter or whatever. Is this when, this is when the Smash Mouth song was playing, right? Um, I didn't notice a Smash Mouth song. It, yeah, it was a Smash Mouth song. I rec- I had never heard that song before, but I was like, this is Smash Mouth. It's a, <laughs> uh, it's a song I'm pretty sure made for the movie called Everyday oh. Superhero. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, that's, that's so true, because I was thinking, um... I, I was like, oh, this like feels like the that Superman song from Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. but it, but it's not. Um, and the whole soundtrack just kind of felt like familiar, but a bit of a knockoff. Except for when they played Good Charlotte for a yeah! full two minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was so tight. There was one other song too, and I forget which one it was. But the the Good Charlotte one was the best, I think. They let her rip. They played it um, for. So they played like the long. most of the song and like just straight through like it just sounded like them playing a song like yeah it, and thematically it didn't fit with what was happening in the movie <laughs> but it's like whatever i love good charlotte this is great oh man <laughs> this, um this came out a few years after shrek too i think they were trying to rework the magic of uh i'm a believer that oh that wouldn't have Smash worked Mouth. they left it all out on the court with yeah, shrek i know they did and it was a cover you know yeah anyways where are we at um <laughs> carol kane mm, yeah is the czechoslovakian helga babysitter helga she and she, i she's in that died. role she is in that role well here's the thing about carol kane she's gonna be in any <laughs> role she's given uh we stand carol kane hard i don't know much um, about her should i you know <laughs> Here's the thing. I figured you didn't. Um, <laughs> our culture it's it's funny the way that our cultural touchstones touchstones intersect and when they don't. There's things that I Yeah, assume... she like hockey related or something. <laughs> well, she's uh she's not even I wouldn't say she's a gay icon, but if you're gay, you definitely appreciate Carol Kane. <laughs> she has well she she was in Wicked. Um, oh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That's where I know her from. Yeah. She's great. Right, and in also, that. she's um, Billy Crystal's wife in The Princess Bride. That's probably like what mm. most people. But she's like in heavy makeup as a troll lady. So, wow. anyway, Carol Kane is an. She, her filmography is like pff, five yeah, miles it is. long. Holy cow. Yeah. It's, it's a deep, deep catalog. She's amazing. And so I was kind of.
kind of sad to see her in this. She did great, though. She she, she played a great. part and uh, played it very well, I thought. She looked so gross the whole time, just covered in baby food. See, I feel like... Disappointing. If I, I feel like Vin Diesel maybe had a, uh, a say in that. Because you know how he's picky about his projects. And I wonder if he was like, well, if someone's going to bite me... It's got to be someone premium. Get me Carol Kane. <laughs> I'm going to need a team. Get me, get me Carol. Oh, my God. I'm going to need a team. If someone's going to bite me, I'm going to need a team, and it's just Carol Kane. <laughs> I fucking hope that Ben and Carol are friends and that they hang out outside of this. She does oh bite him. I wish gosh. we would have seen it more. I thought it was so funny that she bit him. Um, yeah, most of her role is getting thrown up on or yeah, just beat up by these kids, which was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, uh, good comedic relief. There's other another comedic relief, which I was annoyed by, mm-hmm. um, is that there's a duck. There's a pet duck. I was a little annoyed by the duck, too. Um... I didn't. I love a duck. I love. I love all birds. Mm-hmm. But what I really took issue with is the fact that the duck's name is Gary, mm-hmm. and the father, the dead father's name is Howard. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just switch those two. How the dad's only in one scene. Let's have the duck be named Howard. See, here's my problem with the duck: is that like, I don't like when things have big parts of a story and they're just not actually related to the story in any way like it doesn't (laughs) except for except for the duck getting caught in the trap at the end Mm -hmm. the normally like i don't like when you just include something really weird and it's just like that's just a weird thing like does that make sense am i crazy it makes sense, but you're forgetting that you're watching a Disney family comedy. I am going to go in with high standards <laughs> to any film I watch. This film, this piece film. of art. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wanted, well, I was like, oh, I can't wait for this duck. Well, the duck did bite the guy in the nuts, too, at some point. I was going to say, there there were, a, there's a lot of Actually, nut stuff in this Very, movie. very smart duck. I take it back. I like the duck because I forgot Duck's there's great. a scene where... Vin Diesel whispers orders to the duck, and the duck <laughs> understands and follows those orders. I'm pro duck. I take it back. <laughs> the duck's great. I love the duck. Just, just wish his name was Howard the Duck. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Um, that's funny you say that because the next note that I have is, um, you know, Vin is kind of settling in and getting to know the kids, and there mm-hmm. are two teenagers. Um, a little, not even quite yet, preteen girl, and then two little boys. The Plummer family. Um, the Plummer family. As is called a lot in the movie. <laughs> sure. Wait a second. Is that the family in The Sound of Music? Maybe. I think that they are the Plummers. That's, <gasps> for some reason, that's striking me. I could be totally wrong, but w- okay. well, I'll Google that. Um but he's getting to know the teenage daughter, which is Brittany Snow. Mm-hmm. And I, they have, like, some kind of, like, tiff, maybe because that's the point where her boyfriend tried to sneak in. Right, right, and right. her reaction is to try to kick Vin Diesel in the nuts. Oh, right. 
which is insane. Bold move. Bold move and just very... Oh, no, Christopher Plummer was an actor in The Sound of Music. Uh, dang. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. So Brittany Snow is an immature mm-hmm. brat. She tries to um, kick him. He catches her foot. That was a fun does little that scene. Whole move. He, like, flips her around and then walks her into her room and shuts the door. That was fun. For sure. Uh, we meet the neighbors right around then, too, don't we? We do, because the, the alarms go off when her boyfriend tries to break in. Mm-hmm. That was an and interesting scene, by the way. Uh, you think so? I was, I was just like, it was a weird way, a weird take on this humor. Um, because there is a classic joke of, like, a person, like, seeing someone as, like, Chinese. These people were Korean. But, like, seeing someone and, like, trying to speak their language, and then the person goes... Uh, we speak English. But yeah. the twist on this scene was they were speaking Korean to each other. <laughs> so then Vin speaks Korean to them and they're like, oh, okay, dumbass, we speak English. <laughs> like, like, fuck him. Like, he didn't know. You were just speaking Korean to each other. I was mad. I was like already mad at them. I was like, these people are I know. Idiots. I was like, that doesn't even, <laughs> like, that doesn't hold any water. Like... Like he yeah, was, he, was, he did the right move there, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> yeah, they they're sticks in the mud, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and also stupid. But we find out um, later that it all kind of makes sense. Sure, 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 sure. Um, there's another part where you know Vin is still trying to settle in with the family, and they're mm-hmm. not having it. Where the the little preteen girl. Uh, copies him, copies everything he says. That was great. That was great. And I was like, oh, that's so fun to do. <laughs> I forgot, you know, because you don't do that as an adult, but ooh, <laughs> I'm about to bring it back in a big way. Matt just did that to me on <laughs> yesterday's episode of Oh My Gosh. Just oh, out of funny. nowhere. It made I, me so mad. <laughs> that's so great. It is so funny. Once again, Matt McPherson is the funniest uh, person. He is I know. so funny. <laughs> um,. Oh. And then the the brother has he's clearly wearing a wig the whole time and it really bothers me. I wrote me. that down too. I was like, his hair is weird. Well, uh, I was waiting. I was like, okay, there's gonna be a scene in the future where he like fucks up his hair somehow because uh, he's wearing a wig right now. Like I already gotcha. knew that was gonna happen. Okay. I didn't know what it was gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> so um, this is kind of like where we're at the scene where the house is crazy. There's, these are wild children mm-hmm. with no structure. They do whatever they want. There's stuff all over the place. And Vin decides to start treating them like military kids. Uh, he says his classic line, which he says all throughout the movie, uh, it's my way, no highway option. Which is like, <laughs> I feel like that's a first draft of a badass line. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's not great. Uh, I had to run it back in my head. I was like, oh, because the other... And it's... Okay, yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah, not great. Not great. Uh, I did crack up when he sat them around the table and just, like, said, I'm not going to learn your names. You're red one. You're <laughs> yeah. red two. You're red baby. Red baby really cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice red baby. That's Red so baby. He says red baby, like, quite a few times throughout the movie. <laughs> uh... And what's Carol Kane's name? Helga. Red. 
Well, no, but he oh. calls her Red something. I don't remember. I don't either. But he has a nickname for her, too. Dang. Um, yeah. And they've got... He puts tracking devices on all of them, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. strange. A little, um, a little concerning. Multiple times they go off when they shouldn't go off. And I'm just like, this is annoying. Like, this is a flawed technology. Very flawed. Very flawed. And there were so many scenes where they, like, show his tracking device. And I'm like, it's not even showing you where anything is. It's just a red beeping dot. I don't know why you keep showing me this. It's not giving me any information. Uh, That was annoying. But um, then I guess he gets a call from the principal or someone at Mm -hmm. the school. Yeah. Um. They hate those kids at they that school. They hate the kids. They hate... They... This is the perfect school with no problems because they are focusing on just the wrong... Like, these yeah. kids are not that bad. This is... So. And this is a thing that teachers do in real life. They did it to my little brother a little bit where they just decide that a kid is a bad kid and they just treat him mm-hmm. like a bad kid. Yeah. It's very funny. They're just... <laughs> teachers are stupid. We hate teachers. All, we do. All teachers... This is an anti-teacher podcast. Non-essential workers is what I say. Oh my god, my best <laughs> I'm just friend kidding. is a teacher. I'm just kidding. I really like teachers, but of course, it does really get some like. There's some fucked up power dynamics that teachers do take advantage of. Well, yeah, when you're Brad Garrett, you know, oh. he was a tool and a half. Let's. We're almost there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But they get the um, call and they realize they have to get to, go to school, school quick. <laughs> Real quick. Um, and this is where Vin gets to show off. Mm. This was totally intentional, right? So it like, had we're gonna to have, have been. You. There were lots of driving sequences. It had to Even have been. when it was Brittany Snow driving, they were like, we're going to, like, this is going to be high octane, like, car chase. They drifted that minivan, like, a lot. Multiple times. Which I really yeah. liked. Uh, right before you got in, they had the scene. You're going to have to rewatch the scene because it really cracked me up of the uh, garage door opening. And Vin (laughs) just like with with, like almost no emotion going, what is it? Like, like, he just asked what it was. Like, it was the weirdest line. Uh, And they're like, it's a minivan. And they say it's a minivan or something. (laughs) What is it? It's like almost like that intonation. It was very, I I enjoyed it. It really cracked me up. Uh, <laughs> I do think that maybe they doctor his voice somewhat in really? Fast and Furious. Not in this one. Because in this one, I understood everything he said. Mm. Um, and Or maybe they just, I don't know. But I could understand him a lot more clearer than usual. I think um, he yelled a lot more in this. Uh, well, yeah, he, I guess he had that military cadence. Yeah. And not that, like, distant whisper that Dom Toretto <laughs> has. <laughs> um okay so he drifts the minivan up to the school and they are going to the school and all i all i have next is that i'm very excited um for lorelei to date dominic toretto oh that okay so we could talk about that real quick that scene was horny god (laughs) the tension in that room hey you could cut it with a knife (laughs) <laughs> it was crazy um they're like talking about their military rankings and experience mm-hmm. or whatever and they're really 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 vibing vibing big time <laughs> the the set was probably whoo 
<laughs> Would have loved to have been on that set. <laughs> uh, I I love Lauren Graham so much. Um, she's I was great. Very happy that she's in this. I feel like you did skip over that scene with Brad Garrett right before, because I oh, right. Oh yeah, that's true. He's in there first. I <laughs> love Brad Garrett. And I think he is great in this movie. I think he's a you treasure. Love, you love him like outside of this movie. You uh-huh. already were a Brad Garrett. Fan. I like. Well, I really. My parents and I. Uh, I'll always watch. Everyone loves Ray. Everybody loves Ray if it's on. Because and Brad Garrett is like the no, best pause, person. Pause. Pause. What? Pause. Pause. Recording messed up, didn't it? Huh? No, it didn't. You. Everybody. Everyone loves Ray. What no! <laughs> Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Everyone loves Ray. I got go. I got going, and my mouth got ahead of my brain. I'm Everybody. Sorry, I need like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that really did it for you, huh? <laughs> you said it like three times. It I was trying to correct to myself. I was trying to. That's why I said it so many times. I was like, wait, that's not right. And then I just kept getting it wrong. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Everyone loves Ray. Everybody. It's not, I don't know why it's not. Everybody <sighs> loves Raymond. Is that it? Yes, that is the correct <laughs> title. You don't um, need to Google it. I just did. Um, I know. I can hear. Oh. Um, okay, so yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I do love Brad Carrot as well. Also... Uh, off topic but he was tweeting mad shit about ellen degeneres which i thought was badass oh that's awesome i do like that a lot yeah he's like she's a fucking bitch (laughs) (laughs) we all know it (laughs) um yeah so (laughs) he's like a real blowhard yeah Um, he's the wrestling coach slash what was his title he pretended to be the vice principal no he he was the vice principal Oh, but he was in the principal's office. Right, right, right. Okay. Because Lorelai is the principal. Exactly. Uh, okay. As he was leaving, he said the line, I'll be on the roof. And just, <laughs> it was like a perfectly delivered line. Oh my God, I uh, missed that. That's so funny. Because he was just like, she was like, how's the <laughs> baloney stuck to the ceiling uh, research going? And he's like, I'm, I've got some leads. And she's like, all right, see ya. He goes, I'll be on the roof. <laughs> just, <laughs> really just funny. A really funny thing to say. <laughs> Brad uh, Garrett is funny. I love him. Oh, he's great. <laughs> okay. Uh, then we had the horny scene. <laughs> right. Um, and then next in my notes, I think the it's the Girl Scouts, a.k.a. the Fireflies. Mm-hmm. right well how excited were you when they pulled into a costco <gasps> i wrote it down <laughs> loved it love a costco uh-huh. uh oh but this yeah he, he oh we see a shirt oh it's scandalous this is right after the horny scene we see him and then shirtless yeah shirtless. which yes. i thought was interesting that he was comfortable around the daughter he was watching shirtless but very uncomfortable with the uh the other fireflies. I don't right. know if you noticed I mean, I that. Guess, yeah. I think that 
He's still, uh, yeah, I don't know. They had a special real, connection, though. Real movie flaw, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did, actually, it? they Cuties? did have a really good friendship. You're right. They did. Um, and I choose to think that she will join Dom's team <laughs> when down, she the, down the road. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She did ask him why his boobs were so big, which really cracked me up. There's a <laughs> lot of comments funny. about his body or, in, on this uh, in this movie. Yeah, they call him, like, the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just... Maybe it's because it's, like, on camera. But I'm just like, he's just, like, a... He doesn't look that A thick. muscular dude. No, he a just s- looks... And also, yeah. with, like, those baggy cargo pants, like, it just didn't... I was like, yeah, he just kind of looks like a dude with, like, big arms, but... It anyway. might also be compared to, like, what, Fast yeah. 5 through 7 uh, Vin Diesel, like- where he is thick that i mean that is a thick man <laughs> like if that man yeah. was in the pacifier that whole every line of dialogue would be about his body that is true <laughs> it is he's not quite reached that next level yet no um so they go to costco the fireflies get bullied by the boy scouts mm-hmm. um i just wrote down nice i don't know what the, i don't know what that's in referral to <laughs> i don't know why i thought that's it good thing to dr- I, write down yeah i didn't care to i all i wrote is this is basically a fast and furious movie so i don't mm. know what's going on when that happened there was so when when they headed to costco i think there was more van drifting okay like, i think yeah, every time he drove driving. the van it was just drifting um mm. so they go to sell the cookies the bully boy scouts they call the cookies skanky cookies which i thought was uh <laughs> an interesting phrase <clears throat> i did notice that 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 was off-putting and then they go to the Chuck E. cheese knockoff where, oh, yeah. where uh shane says and they say war is hell <laughs> really he does it's like the only line he has he's like this is I... worse than being in the middle of a military conflict absolutely mm-hmm uh i don't remember I, obviously all i can think of is that guy with the headgear um oh yeah yeah who comes back at the end of the movie if you notice i did notice good um <laughs> <laughs> and then i i they leave but then they come back because he forgot the baby <gasps> and the baby's yeah. in the ball pit with no pants and there were just there was a lot of there were too many diapers in this movie, which of course yeah, there should be. There's I gonna get be that. diaper humor in a family comedy. <sighs> I was like, I Can't don't really avoid I'm it. over all these diapers. I what did the, I feel like the the brace guys had a good line uh, about oh. not having pants. What did he say? Oh, he said no free like free balling. He didn't say he free didn't balling. say he free balling. Free he said free something. something. <laughs> but we knew they had to change it from yeah, free balling in the ball. That pit. was a good yeah. line. Um, freestyling? Um, Maybe it was freestyling. Oh, it was. It was freestyling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Good one, guy. Um, I don't know when this happens, but it's probably around here because I don't have another note until <laughs> what I think is the best scene in the movie. Um, but I think somewhere around here is when he tracks old dude down into the sewer. Or no, it wasn't old dude. It was Brittany, mm, I think so. so. Yeah. Um, and so we just have like this unnecessary chase where the bracelet has gone off and it somehow ended up in the sewer. Right. They flushed him. <laughs> they flushed him. 
And so Dom, or not Dom, not Dom, uh, Vin, <laughs> Shane has to, he goes down into like the city sewer. Like you need a hazmat suit. You will get so many diseases. That is so yeah. disgusting. And then comes back covered in like literal shit. Not a fan of doo doo humor. I didn't even write anything down it. for that scene. Just, yeah, I guess I'm know, just acknowledging it. that it happened yeah. and we hated it and we're moving on. Um, uh, yeah. So do we. This is around the time of the party. They get back to the house and there's a party. Yes. And so this is a. This is important. Yeah. Because this is when he finds Ghost. Uh, oh, yeah. So, the party, he walks into the party, and they realize he's there, and, like, I feel like when you're in high school and an adult comes around, you freak out, and, like, no one seemed to care until he asked them to clean up, and then they all ran. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a very funny part of, there's baloney on the ceiling at the house, too, which I love that that's, like, a little bit of a theme. Mm-hmm. It falls onto his shirt. He says, that was my favorite shirt. And it's just a white v-neck. I know. <laughs> I know. Very good line. Really liked that line. Um, there was a time, not that long ago, like two or three years ago, mm-hmm. where I had it in my head that I wanted to just like have like a uniform <gasps> and just like, like Doug Funny wear the same thing every day. I'd love and to so, do that. Yeah, and it, it I didn't stick to it because obviously like whatever. But I I made it a point to buy, like I found I went on a search for like okay what's like the best pair of jeans, <clears throat> found them, bought like three pairs of them, and then I got just a just packs of Hanes white V necks, and then a couple of Levi black hoodies, and I was like I'm gonna wear a jeans white V neck black hoodie. That's just what I wear every day don't need to think of it i'm gonna be steve jobs I'm gonna be a millionaire in two years oh um, didn't wow so, didn't know the last part was part of it love it <laughs> but it didn't pan out but anyway i when he said that i was like i totally get it because all of my white shirts got destroyed very quickly dang you felt um, his pain you you were going yeah. you were going to high school parties with baloney on the ceiling <laughs> yep um but that i did like that they because it was britney snow's boyfriend yeah he was the baloney bandit i did they did we actually catch who was putting it up there i may i just kind of made that connection myself and i thought that that's what they intended and i thought that was oh, okay cute. might be I, I don't know. know um so he's at the party and everyone's cleaning mm-hmm. and i don't this was very strange how this happened there's someone just holding a stack of dvds right and he just takes one Mm -hmm. for no reason they're putting dvds back it looked like it definitely looked like he took it for no reason i'm wondering if he saw that it said ghost and just casually took it and then they made us see it by him holding it up to read it again Mm -hmm. okay maybe so he finds a dvd that says ghost Mm mm-hmm and we're like, oh shit. Or CD-ROM, I guess it could have been. I don't know what year this is. Right, right, right. Um, and so he's got that. He puts it in one of his many cargo pockets. Um, and then there's intruders, yeah? Yeah, everyone leaves. And then they're having kind of an argument in the upstairs hallway. And then two intruders break into the window. And they have a, a big fight. Which... I don't know about you. I loved this fight. 
Um, I <laughs> there were parts of it that I liked, mm. um, but mostly no. I thought it was stupid. Oh, <laughs> oh, I loved it. It was like uh, it was like a Jackie Chan fight. He was like using all of his environment, like stuffing people in tubes, like doing all this weird stuff. Oh, I loved it. Um, you're you're a little bit Jackie Chan. I'm a little bit Carol Kane. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, there was I don't know if you caught this Fast and Furious nod, um, which shows why Vin was comfortable, or Dom was comfortable fighting Jason Statham with his two uh, wrenches, because he also faces off those ninjas that popped in with two badminton rackets. I don't know if you caught that. I well, I caught that. Didn't quite make that you leap. Didn't, you didn't make that connection, <laughs> but uh, I did. I did see that. Yeah. I did write down that this is better than that Jason Statham fight. Uh, I don't even. I can't get into that right now. I'm in it. <laughs> and it's. I just. <laughs> it's gonna take a lot for me to. I'm not on board with Jason Statham. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. I'm saying his that whole thing was. No, stupid. no, I know. I'm just. I'm just getting angry because i know (laughs) you don't want to put yourself in that headspace i just know that this is all because of the rock Mm. and that makes me not like hobbs even more and knowing that we have hobbs and shaw waiting for us on the other end of fate leads me to believe i'm not gonna like fate either and i'm just getting very worked up we're gonna go into hobbs and shaw just shaking our heads like we're gonna be prove us wrong yes prove me gonna be an uphill battle yeah um, okay, so, then the intruders are gone, they just kind of He beats leave. them up and tries to, like, then they run away. Um, once again, we see the duck, but he doesn't serve a purpose, really. Nope. Um, and then it's time to investigate the ghost CD, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved this. A lot. Yeah? Yeah. He puts it into his little military laptop, boots it up, and we see Whoopi Goldberg and Patrick Swayze, and it is literally the movie Ghost. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Loved it. Loved it. I'll tell you something that really bothered me about that, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it... The first thing that came up was a scene mm-hmm. where Patrick Swayze was telling Whoopi Goldberg a password. And what? Yeah. Um, what? Because she was trying to get into a lockbox at a bank. Are you serious? Yeah. And oh, I was, my God. And I was like, oh, that's going to be a password for something later. Or maybe even the one that the mom is trying to get into. And then it's just never a thing. It's never... Wow, I am a very impressed with your viewing skills. Yeah. And B, yeah. Uh, and B, what was what was the password? I don't know if it was a it was either a password or just him telling her numbers okay. and a name. Like okay. he was giving her very specific information that could that have been used insane. as a password. And I and I was like. That would have been a really solid plot point because it would have been very weird that he would have put this disc in and it would have just started at that scene, you know? Exactly. That's what I thought you that were going to say. That would have been say. awesome. And then it yeah. just never came up. 
which I was really bummed out about, actually. I was like, damn. Huh. That's weird. That okay. A, maybe it was cut out. Maybe. It felt very intentional to show that specific scene. Yeah. Anyways. I'm going to go back and rewatch because that's... I will go back and look at that. That's, that's bothering me a lot now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that's like, oh, bummer. We thought we had ghosts, but we didn't. Yeah. Um, and so then I guess uh, probably around this time is when we find out that the mom's not coming back just yet. Yeah, I right? think that's just, like, an ongoing thing. Like, it gets pushed was, back a few times. Yeah, it was like, there's not a lot of communication. Like, it was supposed to be two days, and right. then she, I remember she's like, oh, I'm not coming. Because it was allegedly, or supposedly, were to believe that um, they are not going to be given the contents of the lockbox until they give the password to the agency right and they don't know the password because it died with the husband so the wife is tasked with just trying to come up with what the password could be Mm -hmm. and it takes her two full weeks yeah Um, so we as of now mom's still not coming back because she's still trying to figure out that password um and vin is still left with the children for for longer um, is this the part where he gets a call from the school? This is where we find out from Brad Garrett. He's back. Mm-hmm. Merle? I think his name's Merle or something like that. Um, uh, yeah. Anyways, that, uh, this is where we have, here you tell us because it's, it's the reveal you were waiting for. I, this is when I texted you and said, never mind, this is a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I was correct in that something goes, something gets fucked up with young dude's hair. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brad Garrett is there and think Lorelai's there too. Yeah. Yeah. They're both there. And they're like, Vin, you're not going to believe this. He shows up to wrestling practice today and look at his hair. And the kid (laughs) takes his hat off. And his hair's dyed bleach blonde. And it looks yeah. better than the old hair by <laughs> a mile. Great. It looks great. I loved it. I I think he looked totally fine. And, you know, it's not that scandalous for someone to do that. It would be different if it was, like, blue or green. Mm-hmm. But it was just, just blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> but then Brad Garrett... Says, and we found this in his locker. (laughs) Holds up a swastika, a Nazi armband. That that was probably the first true shock I felt in this movie. (gasps) What? I was like, we're going off the rails. Fully shocked. Yeah, like, Uh. okay. (laughs) So, for a full... I don't know how long, but maybe five minutes. We are just now in a world where the son is a Hitler youth. Right. And then, okay, so a few things happen. It's a pretty quick until you figure out what's going on. But there is Uh a very funny scene of uh, Vin Diesel chasing the the kid on a little kid's bike. And it's got like the Ferris Bueller music. It's like a 90s (laughs) chase scene or 80s. I don't know. I really liked that. Um, that's true and then 
So yeah, we're all like, oh, this kid is a Nazi? What's going on? And then he yeah. like meets up with these like punks who, who are look also like skinheads. They're yeah. wearing swastikas. And I was like, holy fucking shit. They are <laughs> yes. they is he a white nationalist? Like are we about to get into this? <laughs> yeah. Uh and then and then uh I I'm not a musical theater head, so it never got into my head that like it might have been theater. Did you have any inclination that that might be the case? Absolutely not. No? Okay. I'm glad we were both on the same page. Yeah. No. And then I, in my notes, I have, what the Hitler youth? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And then he walks in and I think they're doing 16 going on 17. And I say, okay, sound of music? Question mark, question mark, question mark. So insane. So he's dressed as a Nazi because he's in the sound of music. Yeah, Um, which I've got another plot hole for you. See, help me (laughs) maybe unpack this. (laughs) Are there any characters in the sound of music that are dressed up as punks like jeans <laughs> jean jacket wearing swastikas um <laughs> like like Correct. why no. why were they hanging they out outdoors in... in those outfits wearing swastikas <laughs> did they take off their full swastika uniform and then slide the armband back on like what happened <laughs> Like, that's, how did that happen? <laughs> that's true. They would be in Nazi uniform, which they weren't. They were just they shaved were their heads and wore the armband. <laughs> I really, I was so, I'm still confused. Like, I know oh, they were man. trying to mislead us, but like. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck were those, were those dudes doing hanging out in an alley with just wearing swastikas and no other part of the uniform? Uh, oh boy sorry i (laughs) no that's a great point i just want this film to make sense (laughs) buddy what do you think we signed up for (laughs) uh so (laughs) so vin is spying on his community theater practice Mm -hmm. um and i don't know if this was intentional i'm not i'm not mm, a huge musical person so i don't really know um the sound of music that well but i it looked like he even mentioned that like the woman that he was dancing with was like way older than him so i thought that was maybe like a nod to how like shoddily i also community theater is cast i also have no idea so but she was also Um, dressed as like an older woman in the play itself like i was trying to oh she was yeah he she had like uh like gray hair or something i'm pretty sure well then whatever who cares yeah um Okay, well, Stupid so now play. I have a no question for you. That play. Go ahead. <laughs> I honestly am not a big fan of it. But yeah, I don't care about it. Did you notice who the theater director was? No. Oh, who see? was it? It was Scott Thompson. Who the hell is that? Who- <laughs> uh, from Kids in the Hall. Oh, I the the gayer one. I thought he was very funny. I like he's did a great job i was like stole the show of course cracked up at his at his pratfall like like it was like a perfect pratfall like i actually like cracked up out loud (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just people falling at funny times really cracks me up still 
I was I, I was pleased to see him. Um, and at first, what's funny is like uh, at first glance, I thought it was John Glazer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. John Glazer would like given the time period, like there's no way. It's, and then it, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's Scott Thompson. So it's very exciting for me. Um, and then he quits. So that's the no more Scott Thompson. And so then. Vin Diesel is just like, you know what? I'm going to direct this play. Uh, And he dedicates his time to directing The Sound of Music. Which I I loved. I loved that he had the confidence to to do that. I was... uh, It was was really a turning point for him to going from like... I am not invested in this family to I'm invested... Mm-hmm. And I find I kind of get these kids now. I feel like. Oh yeah, for sure. I also really enjoyed uh, a really good line delivery was the lady going, "If you drop me again, I'll kill you." Like it was just like <laughs> yeah. a really brutal line that she says perfectly. <laughs> she said it very seriously and then yeah. walked away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, and so. The, my only notes after this are, I don't know what the timeline is. Why have we not heard from the mom? What's going on? And then immediately it was answered that she, it's been, it's been two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next note I have is the wrestling match. I don't know if there's so, anything that happened before that that I just didn't write down. Nothing but. really. There's just a montage of like Vin and the family, like getting along. Going to Costco again. Uh, I really didn't care about those fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> the girl, the girl I enjoyed the I girls like, fighting the kids. Like I knew it was going to happen, so I enjoyed yeah. that. Uh, there was a that was cute, I guess. The uh, the fight scene was very good in that uh, it started with Brad Garrett like pulling the the kid over to Vin Diesel and being like, "We found him dancing," blah blah blah, and <laughs> yeah, Vin Diesel being like, and then and then this is something I liked that he let the kid like stand up for himself without stepping in they had a couple of moments that i really thought were interesting um so the kid just stood up for himself and then like the kid does a thing that i think not all kids understand or really see in that like there's a moment where like brad garrett like loses his power and just like the kid realizes brad garrett's just a loser like in mm-hmm. the middle of the conversation <laughs> and i really liked that and then uh and then brad garrett like steps to the kid do you did you notice that um no brad garrett steps to the kid and that's why the wrestling thing happens because Vin is like letting this kid fight his fight and then he senses that brad garrett wants to beat up this kid right now <laughs> He goes, he steps to the kid and goes, oh, you think you're a big man? Think you're a big man? Uh, And then Vin goes, so when are we doing this wrestling match? And then we get to the wrestling match, uh, which we all knew the outcome Mm -hmm. of uh, Vin just like beating him up, which is great to see. You love to see it. Love to see it. Brad Brad Garrett played his part perfectly. Uh, And I love that he is fully decked out in his singlet <laughs> and the head thing. And the gym is packed. It's an unofficial <laughs> match that they decide a couple hours before. The gym is packed. There's, like, signs 
Um, <laughs> there is a sign um, that said John three sixteen. <laughs> no, you didn't, I see didn't it? catch that. I oh, lost my mind. That's so good. <laughs> I was so <sighs> annoyed, actually. <laughs> oh, I really liked that. Oh. Yeah, the kid clearly is holding a sign that says John three sixteen. Oh God. Um, oh boy. Okay. And then there's another great moment during the fight where the name of the movie is said aloud. Yeah, I was not expecting that. And I enjoyed seeing him calling it the pacifier. Uh, And it really doesn't... um, Like, sometimes when they say the name of the movie, it, like, feels like a central theme of what the movie's about. And that Mm -hmm. totally wasn't. That was just a cool name for a move. A wrestling move. Yeah. The pacifier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the crowd goes crazy. Oh, man. Um, I did like yeah. Brad Garrett when he was laying on the ground. He was like, don't touch me. Get away from me. <laughs> and he's like, actually, I need help. Get over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He was, uh, uh, he was he great. Was genius. Maybe my favorite, second favorite. Dom's my favorite. Vin, well, sure. Shane, whoever, yeah. whoever he claims to be in this movie. <laughs> Honestly, it's at the point now where if Vin Diesel is doing it or saying it, I love it. <laughs> Me too. Don't care. For real. Don't care what the character is. I love it. Uh, um, right after that is when we get the good Charlotte montage <laughs> of like, I think everything's just going well at this point. Um, I realized and wrote down during this montage that I was invested in this movie. Like, huh. I was like, I I like these kids. I like Vin Diesel, and I want everything to turn out well for them. <laughs> That's really sweet. Yeah. I checked out. You checked out. Oh, I got, mm-hmm. like, as the movie went on, I was more and more invested. The first I... 30 minutes felt very long, and the last mm-hmm. 30 minutes went by super fast. Um, interesting. I definitely, I didn't hate it. Um, and once again, once the Hitler youth thing happened, I was like, (laughs) okay, I got to pay attention. But but this is kind of the part, like that montage, I was like, okay, well now it's just, it's going to happen. You know, Mm -hmm. he's going to find ghosts. It's going to be a happy ending. I don't really care how they do it, but they're going to do it. So they, there are a couple, there was one thing that I thought was a, really cool scene um what's what's her name the oldest daughter you know britney snow britney snow is just like crying on her patio or on her she's like a nice little porch you didn't like that yeah no i i did like how yeah i checked out because i was like they're gonna Mm -hmm. i i don't even i couldn't even tell you what it was about but i knew that was like their sentimental bonding moment yeah but it was like a very it was not like a normal bonding moment because tell me, it was tell me like about it. she's crying because she misses her dad mm-hmm. and like this is a family that had just their dad had just died and like That's true i feel like grief about a dad dying is a really interesting thing to talk about especially mm-hmm. like a delayed grief it wasn't because usually in like movies and stuff someone dies you're sad and then you move on like you just do your thing because mm-hmm. that's the the person dying like moves the plot but this was like he died they couldn't really internalize it and then like it hits her way later that she misses her dad and i was like mm-hmm. damn that's like damn a way more like 
realistic portrayal of grief in my in my mind but maybe not i don't know no that's true that's that's very real um my dad just got his pacemaker in by the way oh uh, yeah nice great. um so that's interesting though because you just reminded me that at the beginning of the movie vin <laughs> shane brings up his dad or rather his boss says something something your dad and he said don't talk with all about due respect like yeah let's leave my dad out of it does that ever come back up? Did he talk about his dad with Brittany Snow? He does talk about his dad with Brittany Snow. Okay, and it's there we that go. His, his dad kind of wasn't there in that uh, he died in <laughs> service when he you was know kind the of young. Austin... Oh, never mind. Daddy wasn't there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and then he said... And then he says... Uh, for most of my life i haven't talked about it because i thought talking about it was a sign of weakness but i'm realizing it's not a sign of weakness and damn yeah like a really really good (laughs) scene yeah like i okay loved it okay um yeah we gotta get you. We gotta get you paying attention to these movies, Melinda. I'm just uh, cold-hearted, <laughs> man. I don't. I'd rather, yeah. If you could just tell me all the sentimental moments, yeah, then yeah, be for great. sure, for sure. Because I that one hit me too. Because I thought, and it kind of let. He was like, "Oh, did your boyfriend break up with you?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "No, I'm sad because my dad died." And I was like, "Oh, oh <laughs> God, they're going there! <laughs> yeah. Wow, all right." Um. And then, yeah, I guess we can get to the end of the movie if you want. Uh, sure. There, uh, I don't know how it happens. I'll tell you. Um, I'll explain it. I was invested. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you all about it. I did watch it, and there are, there are moments I remember, but I'm trying to think of how the neighbors, how that happens. So. Oh, it's the duck. The duck? Okay, here's what happens. Yeah. The duck gets its foot stuck in a grate. Uh, Shane slash Dom slash Finn lets him out and he's like oh this is not a grate this is a trap door to a secret vault and uh, he calls military guy military guy's like oh oh cool we got a key for that vault well come on over Uh, they go military guy and Shane are walking to the vault they get held up by none other than the chungs the neighbors dun, dun, that have dun. been bugging them all freaking movie. Well, they come over in their bad. like ninja gear, mm-hmm. and they reveal their with they take off their face mask, and it's the neighbors freaking chungs holding Dang. guns, and uh, Shane does his thing, disarms them. Blah 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 blah. He's good. He's great. They're disarmed. He's kneeling and pointing guns at both of them, and then. Uh, he gets bonked on the head by a military man who His freaking boss. turns out to be bad as well. Who mm-hmm. they were kind of hinting at it. Like, second half of the movie, I was like, I think this guy's a bad guy. Like, mm. they must have been doing I didn't pick something. Up on that. Yeah, they must have been. Uh, they, they were doing a little movie subconscious thing somehow. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, Let's see. There, there was a funny line of the wife saying, uh, or the mom saying, "You've betrayed us. You've betrayed this country." 
which is like <laughs> my god she's saying it like it was some sick burn but it was just whatever who cares like obviously <laughs> you're a piece of shit you don't have to you do you think that's gonna sting uh mm-hmm. and then so at what? this point yeah vin is out cold vin's out and cold. the i don't know where the the male neighbor is but the female neighbor and the military boss man and the mom right go down right, right into the wherever it leads to like the underground chamber mm-hmm. um to get ghosts because they have the key yep um and so then there's like this sort of uh, i guess it's funny scene where like the um the neighbor lady goes forward um and there's like booby traps set up in this chamber right and her eyebrows get caught on fire because there's fire coming from the walls. And she was and fine with it. Except, well, she, she wasn't... She didn't freak out too much. She's like, oh, I just had my eyebrows done. I relate, lady. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then what's funny is the there's a moment where... Um, the guy's like the military man's like okay you go first you go first and she's like she's like no way you go first soldier man and so <laughs> then I was like wait a second is she not also like military for a foreign government or is she was she literally just a neighbor that he enlisted like you know what I'm saying? Because wouldn't she also have, like, sh- the training and the skill and the... I think like, wouldn't she, she also be expected to deliver in this situation? I think she was. I think she was just trying to do a just burn saying on that. him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so, but simultaneously, while they're trying to get to Ghost, but can't because there's booby traps, Vin is in the garage, passed out, but the kids come up or whatever, and they're like... Uh, Vin, Vin, wah. and and he wakes up, and he's like, "Go, go and get help!" And so mm-hmm. I, this was weird to me because all the kids just pile in a van, and I guess their plan is to like go find a cop or something. Right, right. But they're just like driving like maniacs, going nowhere. Uh huh. It didn't make any sense. I was like, she that forgot seem her cell safe. phone, which is that's that was the key to the story. That uh-huh. that whole thing. Yeah. She's like, dang, I forgot my cell phone. And they were like, you <laughs> idiot. And then they just drove around like maniacs. And then they were, it was serious Fast and Furious driving. There were yeah. times where the cars were... Because then the neighbor, the guy neighbor... Started chasing. Chase. Yeah. Yeah. And so you've got cars flipping around, going backwards, going mm-hmm. crazy. Um, yeah. That was a fun scene. I think that was literally just invented because they're like, we're going to have Fast and Furious fans watching this movie. we got to give them something. I really think that was totally intentional. It could have been. It could have been. Because it didn't need to happen. So then while the car stuff's happening, Vin is now down in the vault. Yes. Because he once again gets roped in. God. Uh, No, wait. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. He's down in the vault. And he realizes this place is booby-trapped. Because it's a huge vault room. Huge vault room. They get into the Mm -hmm. vault, but there's this big vault room that has a bunch of booby traps. Um, And Vin figures out how to get past. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. 
so throughout ahead. the movie throughout the movie at some point he learns that the only way to put the baby to sleep is to do a little song and dance for the Peter him. Panda dance. <laughs> Peter Panda dance. <laughs> uh, and in just a, like a moment of genius, Vin's like, I need to do the Peter Panda dance <laughs> to get to the end of this vault. Uh, and it's just, you know, a hop to the left and a jump to the right. And he goes through all the moves. And lo and behold, he gets to the end now through all the booby traps i think it's worth saying that he does all the moves to get through these booby traps if he had not known these moves he could have been (laughs) brutally murdered (laughs) dozens of ways there were like six mm. blades that shot up and down there were there was fire there was uh a vat of acid that opened up underneath the floor and then like um, and then poison chamber. gas like yeah. like this was not a joke this was serious stuff and the mom is like that's howard <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's it was a trickster. pretty wild i was uh yeah pretty crazy <laughs> yeah and then he gets it and then he has another fight with military man and this is i'm pretty sh- i'm pretty much done at this point with what I remember. I know something happens with the cops because the kids, like, get the cops to chase them back to the yeah, house. Because they're driving erratically, the cops chase. Mm-hmm. So this is what's crazy, though. They're driving erratically, which causes the cops to chase them. So they take them, they go back to the house, so the cops are then at the house. But what's also insane is there are FBI guys, and, like, their hats say FBI. They're there, which I don't know why... They sh- I don't know how that happened. Wait, I don't know when those guys show up. I think those guys show up later because... Oh, now I'm remembering. The The cops show up. Mm-hmm. They chase the kids. They pull the guns on the kids. And then someone shows up behind them and pulls Moral a gun on them. Oh, no. Uh, oh. I think, it was, I think it was one of the Chungs. I think it was Mr. Chung. Okay. Uh, so the cops all put their guns down. And then we have the scene I was so excited about earlier uh-huh. where uh, Lorelai does come sneaking up. Vin sees him. Vin sees the duck. The eyes. He gives her the eyes. She knows exactly mm-hmm. what that means. They're both military. It's normal. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Vin hatches a plan that involves a duck. And he leans down. He whispers to the duck. Mr. Chung goes, hey, stop talking to that duck. Like, he, like, <laughs> mentions that Vin is talking to the duck. <laughs> and then, uh, I'm pretty sure he says, Howard, now. Or no, yeah. Gary, now. And then the, the duck beelines for Mr. Chung's nuts. Bites his nuts. Lorelai hops down, beats him up ten ways to whatever that phrase is. And then, uh... and then the day is saved it was Uh awesome coordinated plan with a duck and a military lady with uh no words being spoken between most of them except for the duck who (laughs) understood perfect english (laughs) uh it was great um the good guys win and then 
uh, Vin and Lorelai have another horny moment. They do. They try to kiss. They get edged. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the little girl like stops him or something. Oh uh, yeah, and <laughs> and then he like gives his spiel about how he's always gonna love this family and I'll never forget you. Mm-hmm. We're friends for life. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. And then it cuts to opening night of the play. And it went great. <laughs> it went great. And then he, Vin, and Lorelai get their legitimate kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last shot of the whole movie is <laughs> just um, Brad Garrett dressed as a nun giving I, a bow. <laughs> I loved that. I loved that Me he too. got like kind of a nice ending. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he was the star of the movie. That's what they showed us with that final He was the star. <laughs> he, he was behind Vin, my second favorite character in that movie. Yes. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would agree. And and yeah. So there you have it. There you have it. I thought this was going to be maybe like a half hour, forty five minute episode, but nope. <laughs> I feel like it's, I feel like when we don't go in with any sort of pl- a plan, it's going to be over an hour for sure. Well, which I think is we did fun. We're having fun. Is this fun? It's fun for me. Andrew, God, I hope it's fun s- for you. <laughs> Would you say that you're a happy person? What well, don't don't <laughs> get into me as a person. Don't try to sit oh, in your little armchair and tell me how I am. Now we're starting to peel back the layers because <laughs> uh, you strike me as a happy-go-lucky guy, and I just want to know how you do it. Uh, mm, how do I do it? That's a new podcast. How I do it oh. by Andrew. Uh, I don't know. I think I just revert to whatever will make people like me the most and being mm. positive tends to be a good interesting tends to be a good way to get people to like you i don't know hmm yeah i think okay well we'll get into this later yeah um, maybe we'll have a maybe we'll have a, a therapy session where you peel back some layers i would i would love nothing more <laughs> okay Oh, that'd be a fun bonus episode. <laughs> um, we should do like some kind of psychoanalysis of the fast characters. Mm, that would be fun. Um, okay, I guess we don't have anything else to do here. Yeah. Um, did you overall enjoy the movie? I did. I, I did. did too. I was really shocked that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and. You know, I think it was a good effort. Disney, they almost always deliver, you know? They, they yeah, I feel like they'll, <laughs> they won't give you a, a pile of poo-poo. They'll, they'll give you something all right. Also, I don't know if you caught who wrote this movie, who was one of the writers. No. Thomas Lennon. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, I was yeah. going to mention that. Yeah. It was, it was Tom Lennon and Robert Ben Grant. Right. They write a bunch have, of movies. They've written every movie. They've written all the movies. And to be honest, I was like, they're obviously hilarious guys. Mm -hmm. I love Reno 911, but love the state. But, oh, that's funny that Scott Thompson was in it. Um, But I was like, they don't, they specifically have like a formula for churning out these movies. They sure do. And I just, I was like, I don't know that that's, that didn't really sell me on it, but I'm glad it ended up being Mm -hmm. pretty good. Yeah. Well, cool. Okay. Um, well, everyone, thanks for listening to this nonsense. 
And we will be back next week with a legitimate Fast and Furious <sighs> movie. Can't Canon. wait. Can't um, wait. This yep, is yep, technically yep. one. Fast 1.5. Yeah. While Brian and Tyrese, yeah. while Brian and, uh, oh no, I'm forgetting Tyrese's name. Roman. While Brian and Roman were out in Florida being hungry, uh, <laughs> Vin was Vin this, was in uh, California, just hanging out with these kids. Well, they were in, they were in Bethesda, Maryland. They said it many times, but Bethesda, Maryland, <laughs> California. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoops! All right, see you next Tuesday. Bye.